Canto 3, Section 4, Number 86 In this vast outbreak of perfection's law, imposing its fixity on the flux of things, he saw a hierarchy of lucent planes, and fioft to this highest kingdom of God's state, attuning to one truth their own right rule, each housed the gladness of a bright degree, alone in beauty, perfect in self-kind, an image cast by one deep truth's absolute, married to all in happy difference. Each gave its powers to help its neighbor's parts, but suffered no diminution by the gift. Profiteers of a mystic interchange, they grew by what they took and what they gave. All others they felt as their own compliments, one in the might and joy of multitude. Even in the poise where oneness draws apart, to feel the rapture of its separate selves. The soul in its solitude yearned towards the all, and the many turned to look back at the one. An all-revealing, all-creating bliss, seeking for forms to manifest truths divine, aligned in their significant mystery the gleams of the symbols of the ineffable, blazoned like hues upon a colorless air, on the white purity of the witness soul. These hues were the very prism of the supreme, his beauty, power, delight, creation's cause. A vast truth consciousness took up these signs, to pass them on to some divine child heart that looked on them with laughter and delight and joyed in these transcendent images, living in real as the truths they house. The spirit's white neutrality became a playground of miracles, a rendezvous for the secret powers of a mystic timelessness. It made of space a marvel house of God. It poured through time its works of ageless might, unveiled, seen as alluring, rapturous face, the wonder and beauty of its love and force. The eternal goddess moved in her cosmic house, sporting with God as a mother with her child. To him the universe was her bosom of love. His toys were the immortal verities. All here, self-lost, had there its divine place. The powers that here betray our hearts in air were there sovereign in truth, perfect in joy, masters in a creation without flaw possessors of their own infinitude. Their mind, a splendid sun of vision's rays, shaped substance by the glory of its thoughts, and moved amidst the grandeur of its dreams. Imaginations, 
great ensorceling rod, summoned the unknown and gave to it a home, outspread luxuriantly in golden air, truth's iris-colored wings of fantasy, or sang to the intuitive heart of joy, wonders dream notes that bring the real close. Its power that makes the unknowable near and true in the temple of the ideal shrined the one. It peopled thought and mind and happy sense, filled with bright aspects of the might of God and living persons of the one supreme. The speech that voices the ineffable, the ray revealing unseen presences, the virgin forms through which the formless shines, the word that ushers divine experience in the ideas that crowd the infinite. There was no gulf between the thought and fact. Ever they replied like bird to calling bird. The will obeyed the thought, the act, the will. There was a harmony woven twixt soul and soul, a marriage with eternity, divinized time. There life pursued, unwearied of her sport, joy in her heart and laughter on her lips, the bright adventure of God's game of chance. In her ingenious ardor of caprice, in her transfiguring mirth, she mapped on time a fascinating puzzle of events, lured at each turn by new vicissitudes to self-discovery that could never cease. Ever she framed stark bonds for the will to break, brought new creations for the thought's surprise and passionate ventures for the heart to dare where truth recurred with an unexpected face, or else repeated old familiar joy, like the return of a delightful rhyme. At hide-and-seek on a mother wisdom's breast, an artist teeming with her world idea, she never could exhaust its numberless thoughts and vast adventure into thinking shapes and trial and lure of a new living's dreams. Untired of sameness and untired of change, endlessly she unrolled her moving act, a mystery drama of divine delight, a living poem of world ecstasy, a kakamono of significant forms, a coiled perspective of developing scenes, a brilliant chase of self-revealing shapes, an ardent hunt of soul looking for soul, a seeking and a finding as of God's. Their matter is the spirit's firm density, an artistry of glad outwardness of self, a treasure house of lasting images where sense can build a world of pure delight, the home of perpetual happiness. It lodged the hours as in a pleasant inn. 
The senses there were outlets of the soul. Even the youngest child thought of the mind incarnated some touch of highest things. Their substance was a resonant harp of self, a net for the constant lightnings of the spirit, a magnet power of love's intensity, whose yearning throb and adoration's cry drew God's approaches close, sweet, wonderful. Its solidity was a mass of heavenly make, its fixity and sweet permanence of charm made a bright pedestal for felicity. Its bodies woven by a divine sense prolonged the nearness of soul's clasp with soul, its warm play of external sight and touch reflected the glow and thrill of the heart's joy, mind's climbing brilliant thoughts, the spirit's bliss, life's rapture kept forever its flame and cry. All that now passes lived immortal there, in the proud beauty and fine harmony of matter plastic to spiritual light. Its ordered hours proclaimed the eternal law, vision reposed on a safety of deathless forms. Time was eternity's transparent robe. An architect hewing out self's living rock, phenomenon built reality's summer house on the beaches of the sea of infinity.